0: I want to read you a piece of scripture, because I, and I want to speak, and I'm, and I'm, I'm in that flow. Once I'm staying in that flow, or, or, or trying my best to. But I want to preach kind of from a prophetic uh, pastor or view. But I want to read just a piece of scripture. This is going to be the text. It's not. It's not fully the text, and I know I always say that, but it's just the way the Lord's been working in me. I, it's hard for me to to get one little piece of scripture and stay on it anymore. I'm just. I'm squirrelified, bad. I'm all over the place. I'm just everywhere. Amen. And, and I give myself a little justification to, on Facebook the other day. Some of y'all might have seen that. I don't know. But I justified my, my having a hard time and struggling to close. Did some of, y'all, some of y'all see that? I struggled to close, and I found out why. This is an eternal message. There is no end. I said there is no end. There's no end. So, so if you come here expecting me to close, just forget it. If I close, that means the end of the world has come. If you hear me say the end of all things is here, well, then I'm closed. (laughs) Otherwise, I will stop, I will stop, and we'll pick it back up later. And that's really what's been going on. That's what this has all been. It's been stopping and then picking it back up at next point of appointment. So, And it's been good. It's been good. I love it. I'm loving life with Jesus. I'm not, if you ain't figured it out by now, I really am a Jesus person. This is really a Jesus church if you're visiting. And, uh, you know, we're just enjoying the whole part of it. Whatever he wants. Amen. Amen. Psalms 103. I want to read you these six scriptures, seven scriptures. Psalms 103, about seven scriptures. And then you'll just have to let me work it out. You just have to let me work it out. Because, because here's the truth. Are you all ready? This is going to scare you. This is going to scare you. After the Lord wrapped my thoughts on Friday that I had studied for all week, uh, I didn't really even know, Lord, what in the world am I supposed to do now? Well, I just want you to know I've been working it out since this morning. And I just want you to know, don't be scared, don't be scared. I am presently still working it out. All right. All right. All right. Psalms 103. Verse 1, the Bible says this, and this is, just kind of, this is just kind of more exalting him, really. But bless the Lord. I, just, I think that, that ought to draw more of, a, of an appreciation because he's, he has done so much. Oh, my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. Just in case you didn't get it, see, the psalmist knew you wasn't going to get it the first time around. He knew you was going to sleep on him. He knew you was going to be kind of lukewarm on that first verse. He said it again. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And forget not. Have you forgot anything? Have you forgot? Forget not all of his benefits. Who forgiveth all our iniquities. Donnie Litton, who, who healeth all our diseases. verse 4 who redeemeth thy life Sarah where you at Sarah wave at me back there who redeemeth thy life from destruction who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies who satisfy thy mouth with good things so that thy youth I know I'm old and look old and decrepit and all that, but I feel renewed. (laughs) Renewed. I'm telling you, I've said it before. If I didn't look in the mirror every now and then, I'd think I was 18. (laughs) Except getting out from under a car. If I'm working up under a car and I go to get out, I realize I'm not 18. (laughs) I'm just saying. But any other, as long as I'm up on both feet, I feel 18. Who who satisfy thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Lord, the Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. Now, here's my verse. Here's my verse. He made known his ways unto Moses and his acts. Under the children of Israel. Now, that's going to leave you buffaloed for a little bit, but that's all right. We'll work it out. Tell your neighbor we're going to work that out. We will. We're going to work that out. Amen. Amen. Brother Angle, would you bless this uh, service? God, we've walked up under the spout where the glory comes out, and we expect something from you this morning because you're God. That's the reason we pray to you. We don't pray to each other. We pray to you, Lord. You're the only one who answers prayer. In the name that's above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. So bless our pastor this morning and give him unction, utterance, An anointing in Jesus' name, and by the faith of God, we call it done. Amen and amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Greet your neighbor before you sit down. Thank the Lord. Bless the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Could you make it just a little cooler in here, Brent Byers? I am dying. About to take my boots off, and that won't be pretty. Amen. Amen. Uh, I want to talk to you about this thought. I do want to give you this thought, and then I'm going to work it out. But I want to talk to you on this thought. I want to talk to you about stewarding stewarding the signs, stewards of the signs. Or steward of the move, or stewards of his acts, steward of his what he's doing, stewards of of, of the signs. I want to just give that in your mind. Uh, in First Corinthians chapter four, verse one, the Bible says that that, and and, and I believe it, I love this particular verse, but I'm not going to. They might put it up. They did. I'll let you read it, but then I'm going to share with you what what I see. I love it. it says, "Let a man so account of us as as of ministers of Christ and listen, as stewards." stewards of the mysteries so so in other words let us be known let us be known of course as as ministers we as we are let's be known as 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 believers as followers as 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 disciple makers but let us be known and and listen as as known as stewards stewards of the mysteries stewards and and the reason that's in my heart this whole word this whole concept of even stewarding, if you will, or governing or, or taking oversight or managing or protecting or care of come in my heart a few weeks ago when 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 the Lord really really put on my heart that what he was doing in this place was was going to go somewhere else, was going to go higher and he was, he was going to move, and he was going to act and, and things. and and I just want to say this. Friday night, Friday night, Friday night, I had no idea that there was any announcement. Somebody asked me even today, did you know what they was going to announce? I had no idea what had happened. I had no idea. Patty said she stayed away from me so I wouldn't know. <laughs> I had no idea what she was going to say. I didn't even know what she was going to say. I didn't know Donnie was going to stand up. I had no idea. But, but the Lord had put in my heart Friday evening, just out of nowhere, out of nowhere, about 5 o'clock, he was going to do something special in this place. He was going to do something special. And I could, it was so strong in my heart. When you really get a sense of God, when you really, when God, and you that's how you know it's God. That's how you know God's put something in your heart. Because you can't, you can't keep it and you're, just, you're, you're like Jeremiah. I try to keep it quiet because I don't want to look silly. But, but it burns in my, it's like a fire shut up in my bones. And I, got, and I didn't have nobody else around. I didn't have nobody else to test it, So I just put it on Facebook. That's what I love about Facebook. I love Facebook for that now because because and, and y'all know that uh, something gets in my bones, it's going out. I preach all the time now, all the time. Every morning I'm preaching something. Sometimes it's just little slivers, but that's just that's enough. That's that makes me that makes me I feel like ah, cause I can't help it. But 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 uh, putting in my heart that. that where we was going, that we needed, because I definitely, I don't want to, I don't want it to end. Those who've been here on Wednesday night. know that's what I've been preaching. I don't want it to end. I want to sustain. Uh, I don't want to be. I don't want to be a part of a move that, that God done great things and couldn't sustain it, because we we learned we learned the worst end of that is worse. The enemy comes back, and it it's seven times even worse if you can't sustain. So, so I've got this in my heart. And, and in, that, in that, the Lord put in my heart about being a steward of what he was doing. And I, I just made all that short. And I hope it didn't confuse you. But, but to be a steward, to govern, an oversight, to, 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 to take care of, if you will, and, and what, what's going on, what's happening, what's been going on, being stewards over it. Get that mindset. I, I, you know what? I'm so excited, too. Let me just say this. Here's my new mindset, man. I come here knowing. I come here knowing this morning. I hope you know this. I hope you know this. I come here this morning knowing that at at any time, it don't matter, God can do anything in this place. I want you to hear that. Yes. At any time. He can do anything right now. The season we're in, it's worth sustaining. I'm going to tell you something. When, When that's the atmosphere, when that's the environment, that's worth sustaining. That's worth trying to steward. That's worth trying to care for, to nurture, to push, to, to 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 bring progress to. That's worth, and that's the way I feel right now. I feel like that, and 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 I want to cultivate it, see it grow. But 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 out of that, out of that, here, here's here's just a few things that I've been studying, and I'm not going into all these things, uh, but I want to give you the the, the the idea. I've been studying these things about what, what it is what it is God would have us to steward. That would make these things this move to to continue, and this, this is just a couple things, and this is not exhausted because I'm just I'm still working it out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just still working it out. I'm just this this is brand new. Right. I, I just brand new, yeah. but 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 a couple things I know you got a steward. One of the things, one of the things that, that I know you got to steward, his testimony, yeah. God's. If we're gonna if we're gonna keep caring for we steward his testimony what I mean by that what I mean by that his history who he was what he's done the Bible really impresses us with that forget not any of his benefits that that was a big thing around Israel that, that they forget nothing that they were had to be stewards of his history. The testimony of God. And not only that, but the future. I'm here not only to steward what he did Friday night. I'm here prophetically to steward what he's going to do today. Today, next week, next month, what we're stewarding right now, you might need next year. You might be the one, you might be the one with stage staged for this or changed for that. Or you might be the one with a young and in desperate need of deliverance. You might be the one in a terrible place in life. And you go thank God, you're going to thank God that a group of people said, you know what? This is worth, this is where stewarding. His story, his testimony, the future. Amen why preachers talk about he's coming all the time. We're just stewarding his testimony. We preach on Jesus Christ coming again and coming again soon because we're stewarding his story. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Another thing, another thing, another thing is his ways. We steward his ways. As believers, that's, that's part of our, that's, part, that's how we, we steward his ways. Who he is, what he, how, he, how he acts, his, his, his ways. And we do that. We do that a lot with just the way we live. We, we way we walk out life as believers, that's part of stewarding. You say, I'm a Christian, well, they're going to watch you. you got to steward his ways. People watch you to see his ways. Amen. All right. Work it out, preacher. Work it out. Let me give you one more before I go where I'm going. Also, also, we steward his presence. Amen. That's what we were trying to do this morning. That, that's our heart this morning. It's steward. That's the big emphasis on worship. That's the big emphasis on bringing to him, offering him in, the, in that song service. Because we're, we're, his presence means everything. His presence is so valuable that we steward that. We try to make this place a place that he with wants to indwell. Yeah. A place that he will dwell, that he will make a habitation. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. His presence. His presence. So so having said all that and brung all that and thought of all that, there's these other things. And one of the things that, that come in my heart was after Friday night. After Friday night. And I know I've rehearsed it, and I'll probably rehearse it again tonight. But Friday night was... Nothing short, nothing short, of God moving. Now, I think they they had done left, and I made mention of this. That that, that was probably close to a million prayers, maybe, that's been offered up for Donnie in a two-year period. Probably, probably more. I don't know. But 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 we got to be a part of hearing and seeing what God had done, and He moved. He moved. I still don't think we get it. I still don't think we get it. I still don't think we get it. I really don't. I really don't. Because such. And, I'm, and if I get any of this wrong. You tell me. You tell me. You tell me. Brother Lee you're lying. But, but he, he, he had stage four. Lancaster, and it was so bad, so bad in the beginning, so bad in the beginning. it had come out the back of his lung and pushed into his backbone, and they were afraid his back was going to break, collapse at any moment. That they wanted him even to be to put a put a brace on to keep his back stabilized, to keep him listen listen to keep him comfortable if the doctor ever tells you we just want to make you comfortable I'll tell you what you, you, you depend on a move you depend on a move of God don't you go home and be comfortable don't you go home and be comfortable my God hey yes so bad so bad at all that and, and so we prayed, and we prayed again, and we've prayed a thousand and hundreds and fifties and billions of times. I don't know how many times Donnie Linton's been prayed at this altar. I don't know how many times you've mentioned him in your prayers. Other churches, other places, other people. And something began to happen. I noticed this. I told Patty, his wife, about six months, eight months ago, I don't remember. I said, he's getting better. I asked her one day at the door, I said, how's Donnie? Of course, she said, well, they they say he's about the same or something, she said. And I looked at her, I said, well, I don't know what they say, but I can see he's getting better. He is getting better. He's getting better. How many know he was getting better? Yeah. Yeah. My God. My God. And then and then on top of that, on top of that, little sweet Sarah Friday night. And I'm not gonna go into all the story because she did, and it's fine, but she was battling, battling with this. Well, I'll just say this part of it, a same sex attraction. And don't you don't you throw no rocks? Don't you throw nothing? I know you got issues too. Amen. And, and, and we prayed for her just three weeks ago. And I know there was more prayers, but one big prayer three weeks ago. And God delivered her. She stood up here. She stood up here. She stood up here Friday night. Friday night and said, God has delivered me. Yeah, you want to get up right there. God has delivered me. Hey, from same-sex attraction. From same-sex attraction. From same-sex attraction, because God is God. Yeah. Yes. 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 So, so I said all that, not to get you stirred up. Although that's fine. I like it when you stirred up. But I said all that to tell you that that's that's part of what we steward, what's going on right now, because there's more coming. We prayed for stuff last Sunday. We prayed for stuff Friday night that's yet to come. You're going to hear the confirmed. You're going to hear the report. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We're going to pray for stuff today. I'm telling you. It's going to come. It's going to come. It's going to come. I know it. I know it. So so it's about stewarding what God's working in, what God's stewarding the signs. Does that make sense now? Stewarding the signs. Now I want to read you a couple little pieces of scripture uh, that I think will help me tie this together and and bring it to where I can go where I'm going to go and I won't be long. Uh, I got to quit saying that. I, 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 I do promise you I'll be done before the calendar day is over. It'll not be February 24th. I'll be done before then. And as always, if you get done before I do, you can leave. And it's all right. I love you. I love you. Sometimes I know you've got to go. That's fine. And I'm not mad at you, and I'm not going to talk bad about you when you leave. No. Well, not much. But I want to read you this piece of Scripture out of Mark, Mark 6. I'm going to read you a couple things. I'm not going to read it all because I ain't got time. Uh, but I want to skip. I want to skip a place or two and just move along, just a little bit. But Mark six, and then just kind of fill in a little bit of the story here. I'm going to talk you through most of the story. But remember, uh, in Mark six, and and I, I didn't give you all this stuff, Kelly, because I'm just going to talk some of this. Mark six, and in and in thirty seven, thirty eight, thirty nine, thereabouts. Remember, that's that's where that's where they were hungry, and they had nothing to eat. The first time around, this is the five thousand when he told them, "Set them down, set them in rows." They sat down, and there was five thousand. The Bible says, and, and of course, he asked them. He said, "How many loaves of bread do we got? Remember, how many loaves do we have? You know, and, and we've got five loaves. Remember the story: five loaves and two fishies. Amen. Fishies in Creek County. Fishies. Amen." And and because they were sat down, so so he took the loaves, remember? He blessed it, break it, give it to the disciples. What have you? All twelve. And they began to to hand it out to the people. Remember? And they all did eat. Every one of them. Five fishies, two loaves. I'm gonna tell you what, everybody can eat today. Right. Amen. Yeah, five fishies, two loaves. He gave it all and 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 they took the baskets, remember, took the baskets, and picked up Fragments, 12, 12, 12 baskets, come on, of, of leftovers. 12 baskets full of fragments out of two fishies, five loaves. That's God math. If you're struggling with that, that's God math. I said if you're struggling with that, that's with God math. And if you're struggling with that, it's part of the reason I'm here today. Yeah. The, that's part of the stewarding and that's gonna go on here today. But that's God math, God math, God math. So so they picked all that and, and the Bible says, the Bible says in and they did all we eat and they took the twelve. And in verse forty five, forty five, and straight away he constrained them, told them, and could go to the other side. Remember? So so they all load up and they head into the other side. And of course, this is the story that the that the that, that, that the sea stirs up a storm, stirs up a great tempest. They were, they were in the midst of Jesus is in the mountain praying, and, and he saw them, remember? Jesus saw them toiling and rowing, and the wind was against them. It was in the fourth hour. Remember of the watch, and he sees them, and he starts walking towards them. Would have walked by, the Bible says. Would have walked by. I'm going somewhere. Hang with me. Hang with me. And, and they saw him, and they were troubled. And immediately he talked to them and said, remember, to be of good cheer, be not afraid. It is I. It's me. It's me. And then he, of course, he went up to them and did a ship. Listen, the wind ceased and they were amazed. The Bible says, sore. Oh, that, I know. I love the Bible language. I do. Uh, but sore. They were so amazed it made them sore. That's really amazed. It hurt their brain. They were so amazed. They didn't have logic for it. It was sore amazed, sore amazed, sore amazed. But this is the verse. Verse 52, go ahead and put that on there, Kayla. Verse 52, verse 52. It was sore amazed in himself beyond measure and wondered. And then and then listen. He takes us back to the loaves. And if you're just casual reading the Bible, maybe you don't pay any attention to it. But, but we've left the loaves back there. That was yesterday, but it's still a problem here. There's still an issue going on. Should have stored it. Should have stored this move of God a little different. I was thinking on that, thinking on how it is. They should have been so amazed yesterday. Maybe they wouldn't be in the storm today. If they'd have been amazed yesterday at a move of God of such a magnitude, of such a mighty move, of such a powerful work. I don't know about where you come from, but it's hard to get everybody 5,000 full, 12 baskets left over out of five loaves and two fishes. I'm sorry. That might not amaze you. That might not thrill you. That might not do nothing for your clock. That would have been one of them moments like. And, and I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not trying to be ugly, but I'm going to tell you what. I, I know this place was happy Friday, but this place should have come unhinged. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just telling it like it is. Yeah. This place ought to freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. And you did good. You praised. You. you did good. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, 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 not bringing no condemnation at all, but I'm just telling you. I come to help steward these signs this morning. Yeah, because the next move, the next move is coming. Oh, and you need you, my God, you need maybe to keep you from the storm. Be sore, man. Common. Kroger can't do that. It's not common. God. What went on in this place? God can only do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's why all things are possible. That's why we're able to stay. That's why I'm able to proclaim over this last four or five weeks we are invading the impossible. We are invading the. I say we are invading the impossible. We are invading the impossible. So, so, I want you to catch that. Same story, really. Two chapters later, chapter eight. I didn't give you. Well, I'll give you some of this. Chapter eight. Two chapters later. Kind of the same story. Different, different group of people. Different size people. But remember, they've been teaching. Jesus had compassion on the people because they ain't eaten three days this time. Three days, three days. Mark 8, Mark 8. Three days they've not eaten. They've not had anything to eat. He said, no, I can't send them away fasting or they'll faint. Remember, they'll faint, be weary. In the way, they'll fall out. So he looks at the disciples again and, and said, uh, from, You know, and he asked them about, about or the disciples answered him and said, Whence can we satisfy? What, what are we going to do? We're in the wilderness. There's no Kroger. You know, there's nothing. What, what are we gonna do? And here we go. We should have been. I'm like, man. And I'm not beating up on the disciples because I'm. Best, I'm right here many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody will come with a, a similar situation, and I'll say, Lord, what must we do? Right. Right. What, what are we gonna do, Lord? Uh, but that's what they did. What are we gonna get? What, what are we gonna do, Lord? What, what are we gonna. What are we gonna get anything at? And he asked them. They should have rung the bell right here. He said, "How many loaves you got?" I can't help but read it with a little bit of a sarcasm, because that would have been me, you know. Yeah. How many loaves have we got? How many? It was a little bit different this time. I mean, it was the same. So we got seven. He's seven. He said, Well, command the people. Here we go again. Command the people, sit down. They sat down and went out, and disciples. And he broke it again before the people, and they did and a few small fishes, and he blessed it. And they, well, here it is. And they did all eat in verse 8, and were filled. Took up, here we go. Broken pieces again. Yeah. Yeah. Broken pieces again. Now this time, this time we've only got seven baskets left. Still good math. Yeah. Uh, still, God still got good math. Yeah. Amen. So 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 they got all this left over again. And, and and a strange thing happened right here. A strange thing. And and straight away then they, they entered the sheep gone again. And the Pharisees came in verse 11 of that same verse, that same chapter, that same story. And they come forth and they begin to quit. And listen, listen. they were seeking signs. They were seeking signs from heaven, tempting him. And he sighed. This is so good. Do you all read this thing? This is so good. It amuses me for hours. They sighed, he sighed, Jesus sighed deeply. Why doth this generation? It's not just seeking signs, you see? That's not what this is about this morning. But it is about stewarding what he is doing. But we don't seek signs. Verily, I say unto thee, there shall be no sign given unto this generation. And he left them, entered into a ship again, departed the other side. Now the disciples in verse 14 had forgotten to take bread. You can't make this up. You cannot make this stuff up. <laughs> yeah, verse fourteen. They'd forgotten to take bread. Neither had. Oh man. Neither, neither. Neither had they in the ship with them more than one loaf. And listen, he charged them, saying, "Take heed, beware." Of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. And they're like, come on, they're like. They're like, maybe somebody knows what's going on. You know, you know when, when the preacher will ask somebody to, to, sh, to try to end his scripture or something, he'll look at somebody, and you're like, somebody say something. Because <laughs> I can't remember where that verse is at all. You know, you know, it's kind of like that deal, I believe. The disciples are like, I don't know, you know. What's he talking about? They reasoned among themselves in verse 16 say this is it because we got no bread? Is that why? Is that what's going on? Is it because we got no bread? You know, is, is that what's happening here? Jesus, in verse 17, when he when he knew it, he saith unto him, Why reason you because you have no bread? Has he had any problem with making bread thus far? Has he had any problem at all in making bread? Whether it's a loaf, two loaves, or five loaves, he, he has had no problem. I'm, I'm working it out. I'm working it out. I'm working it out. A reason among themselves is it because we have no bread. And, and, and Jesus knew it. He said, why reason you because you have no bread? Verse 17. Perceive you not? Couldn't you perceive it? Couldn't you understand it? I'm going somewhere couldn't you understand it it is so easy in times and seasons to be clueless just clueless I I many times find myself I'm not throwing off on these disciples at all because there's been many times I've been kind of like one of them I'm like clueless and we've been through this I don't get it. So Jesus starts to questions. I love the way he does that. He starts to perceive you not, neither do you understand. Have you heart? Yeah, is your heart. Remember, back over in the other story, it was because their, their heart was hard. They missed that. They missed it. They missed, You miss a move of God when your heart's hard. You miss the magnitude, the amazingness when your heart's hard. He said, said, You have eyes but you still can't see it. You have ears but you can't hear it. You can't remember. Day four yesterday? Can you remember Friday? Can you remember? When I break the five loaves among 5,000, how many baskets of fragments did you have? Twelve. He said, and when, and when seven among 4,000, how many baskets full did you have? Seven. And then he says this, he says this, How is it, how is it that we don't understand? How is it that we just don't understand what he's doing. I've come to tell you this I gotta get to it now. I gotta get to it. But 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 what what God is doing what God is doing deserves far more than a golf clap. Do y'all know what a golf clap is? I'm not no golfer, but I've watched him on TV a little bit. I said, God help this church not to ever get a golf clap. Oh, I said, over oh, some you do, Lord. Give us more than a golf clap. I'm going to tell you, I didn't even see a golf clap in this story. All he did, I didn't even see a golf But Lord, don't, don't let us settle back on no golf clap. For with the mighty hand of God, he deserves more. What God's doing is more. Now listen, I am crazy about crazy praise. You know I am. But this is even beyond that. This is not about, because Jesus didn't bring this story out about, you know, you should go wild. You should you have been doing, that. That's, that's applicable, and you should. Anytime God does anything, you ought to give crazy praise. I said you ought to. You ought to worship like a wild woman. Amen. It's not a Pentecostal thing. It's not. It's not a Baptist thing. It's not a white thing. It's not a black thing. It's a Bible thing. Let everything that has breath. Everything. Everything. Praise the Lord. So, so I know you know I feel like that. You know I feel it. You know that's my heart. We should we should go unhinged. We should go. But there's more. There's more. And here's here's what I feel like the Lord is wanting me to bring out and wanting to help steward in this time that we're in. And and that's just the the sign, the act, the move of God. It's it's about this this stories. It's about it's about pointing to something more. I want you to get it? It's it's pointing to something greater. It wasn't just to bring an applause or or or, or a jubilation, although it should. But it's about it's about something more. It's pointing to something greater. Something much greater. And that's really what Psalms one hundred three seven. Go back to one hundred three seven. Let me let me read that one more time. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I better be hadn't. I? Somebody's got the thing covered up. No, Why didn't you leave that down there? Put that down Verse 7. Verse 7. Verse 7. Give me verse 7. And kill the clock. Listen, listen. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel. I want you to think about that a minute. He made known. Here's what I want you to get out of that. Israel was acquainted with his acts. You get that? Israel was acquainted with his acts. Moses was acquainted with him. Let me try that over here. Israel was acquainted with his acts, his move. Moses was acquainted with him. I'm glad, I'm glad. See, even, even. A golf clap recognizes the act, but but when you know it, it's pointing to more than the than the sign. The sign is pointing to something greater. Every morning, Israel. Every morning, Israel would see the act of God—manna all over the ground. Every morning, water from a rock. That was the act. That was the very act. every day a cloud to God. It's the act of God. Every night a fire. It was it was God acting. It was but 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 they never they never discovered the more of God. Israel. What I'm saying this morning is stewarding in these acts. The sign is pointing to something greater. What went on in this house Yeah, you ought to come unhinged. You ought to get wild. You ought to get crazy. You ought to bounce around. You ought to act Pentecostal on Friday night. But it's pointing God the healer. Come on. The healing, the healing, the healing that went on in Donnie, he's just pointing to the healer. The deliverance the deliverance that went on in Sarah is just pointing to the deliverer. Some more, some more, some more. The provider that provides manna every morning is pointing to something more. The provider, the savior that brings forgiveness of sin and frees us from, is pointing to something more. It's pointing to a, a savior. A savior. It's more. It's more. It's more. And they never they never could discover the more. They they seen the acts. they seen the move. But they couldn't they didn't realize that beyond that was his nature. All that. What went on in Donnie, Sheena's mind, whoever else has been healed, that's just revealing God's nature. It's not just an act, it's not just a a miracle. It's God. It's who He is. It's who He is. The deliverance, it's who He is. It's, It's. and this is the big part. Once you get this, because and I'm almost done, for the th- third time. Anytime, anytime he moves or anytime he acts or shows off with these things, you know what it is. Oh, it's revealing his nature. But you know what it really is? It's an invitation. an invitation to get to know him in a greater way he don't want you just enjoying the loaves next time he wants you that you know him and it was never about bread it was never about bread it was about him why is it you don't understand why is it you don't understand it's about him. Whatever he does in this house in this season that's we're in and gonna continue in. Whenever he reveals himself at this altar or at the doctor or wherever else, it's do you remember this? I'm helping I'm trying to steward this. You remember this? It's an invitation to know him. I said it's an invitation to know him. That's why we don't seek the sign. But now he gives us a sign. We know it's an invitation to know him deeper. And to know him more. And to know him in a greater way. In a greater level. Yes. The healing invites us to know the healer. The act points to who he is. The move is an invitation to know the one that is moving. Amen. And that brings me to my closing verse. Exodus 33, 13. Remember, Moses knew him. Israel know the acts. A whole lot of folk in churches know the acts. I'm going to preach it whole lot of folk in church know the acts if you was here Friday night you know the acts but we got to be like Moses we got to let those acts take us to the place that we we know him And we know him or or tomorrow tomorrow we're going to go is it bread Lord We still ain't really going to be any further along than we were. God. Man. Exodus. Listen, listen. Now, therefore, this this is Moses. This is Moses. This is the difference. Moses. Now, therefore, I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight. (laughs) Wow. Show me now. Here's somebody that was. Not satisfied with the act. Not satisfied with the sign. Show me now thy way that what? That I may know thee. I want to know thee. I want to know thee. Moses had seen enough signs. How many of of y'all this this evening? Who's going out to eat? Let me just say it like this. Let me just say it like this. See, I'm working it out. I'm working it out. Y'all can't go out to eat. Never mind. <laughs> let me work this out. You're gonna miss lunch, can you tell? Uh let me work this out. Have you ever been driving up the interstate and you do get hungry? You get hungry, don't you? You get hungry. If you're on them big trips, I like them trips. And 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 I, I see the little, you know, the little interstate signs, the little blue signs, and I always check out the restaurant things. You know. Trying to find one of my faves. You know. And I'm checking them out and checking out, and but here's here's what I do. I don't know about y'all, but as I draw close to one of them places that's got one of my faves on it, I begin to look. All oh, because interstates are good. I like the one thing I like about interstate travel, is you can look and you can find the big sign. Yeah, yeah. I look for the bigs because I know it ain't. I know where it's at. I, I look for the big sign. It's Cracker Barrel, I like, uh, I like Cracker Barrel. They got their sign, and I'm like, man, you know it's close. Yeah. I hate traveling with some people. Some people, some people I travel, I've traveled with before. They'll see the little interstate sign, and it says, you know, whatever this way, Burger King this way. Which, which I don't even know why anybody go to Burger King. I mean, I'm just saying. And the only reason I say that anybody that tried to make a vegetable into hamburger, they not king anymore. They are not king. They are no longer king. I'm just saying. I'm saying, that's not king. I just want to say, Ryan, if God had wanted us to be vegetarians, he would have made shooting at broccoli more fun. I'm just saying. And it's not fun. It's not. So, but anyway, they'll see the sign says Burger King. The little blue thing, well, here's what it just points that way. If I don't see the big sign, that sucker might be set. I'm not, I don't want to drive because I'm one of them type. If I'm going somewhere, let's get it right here off the road and back on, baby. That's just me. I ain't got time to lolly. I know some of y'all, I got a son in law back there. He'd like to dilly dally the day along. I mean, I mean, man, I, I, grow, I have grown older riding with that boy. Oh, I got, oh, you want to know why I look like this? I rode with him. I rode with him. I got old waiting on him. I look in there and he's all about something. I'm out there mumbling, kicking gravel, red-faced, blood pressure. Anyway, here's the point. See, there is a point. There is. Here's the point. When I see the sign, the big Cracker Barrel sign, that's not good enough. I don't say, "Well, there's the sign," and keep driving. No, and that's this. Just because we see that's not good enough, you take the sign, and you get to know him. You dine, you go in, you pull in, you come in, you sit, and you sup with him. All because of the sign, amen. Yeah. This, we got a lot of churches this morning got signs up, but sign got to be turned into, yeah. Yeah. amen, amen, amen. I believe it today, amen. The sign, it, its greater, man. We just won't—we won't. We won't. We'll never get what we want just off the sign. But here, here I got, I got to close. I got to close. Here we go. I got to figure out now. See, I told you I was working it out, and I, I got to finish. I got to finish. I got to finish. Uh, the whole purpose, I believe, in, in, in their journey, our journey, it is to know Him. Ain't, ain't that it? To get to know Him in a greater way, greater way. Israel and the disciples they stop short in these two stories. They stop short. They never got to know Him. They never got to know him. They never went deep. They had the signs, but later later, become bored. Let me tell you, if you just go with the signs, you'll get bored with this walk. You will. The signs will not keep you satisfied. Even the manna. Can you imagine that? Getting bored with what God rains down every day. Got bored with it. I, I can understand them wanting meat. I know, I shouldn't have said that, but I can't. I can understand them wanting meat, but they got bored. They got bored with just the signs. The disciples, the disciples got bored with just the signs. But when you know him, Moses got to know him in such a way, it's what he told him. He said, even even, even if you're going to go ahead of us and you're going to make life easy, remember? That's what he told him." I'm paraphrasing. I'm going to make life easy. I'm going to send an angel ahead of you. Life's going to be easy. It's going to be good. I can't go with you because I'm going to kill by half of you if I go. But I'm going to make life easy. I'm going to bless the land. You are you can eat, drink. You can, you can have you, everything I promise you. It's there. I'm going to make life. And Moses said, oh, no. No. I know you. And if your presence, don't go. If you can't go with it, if I can't have you, i just soon stay right here. Come on, Keith. I, I'm going to close it. I'll just soon be right here. Because I know you. I know who you are. Amen. I believe that this morning. The signs are an invitation to get to know him. In the Gospels, when Jesus would perform great works, great acts, they were signs that people would come to know him. That's what they were for. It wasn't a circus. I said it wasn't a circus. It was so they would know him. So they would come to him. I know in this place this morning, God can do the fish thing again today. Whatever your need is, I would encourage you. If you have an impossibility, I encourage you to invade it this morning. Because God can work in it. And then the rest of you, I would encourage you not to be just satisfied. Because if we, if we just get satisfied with the sign, you're going to get bored. I'm talking about maintaining what God's doing. And if you're just satisfied with what God's doing, you're going to get bored. And you're going to start missing Friday or you're going to start missing Sunday. Because you're bored. But if you will take a walk with him. If you tell him, give me grace to know your ways. Give me grace to know you. God walk with me. Will you walk with me journey with me? If you ask if you you want, if you want that, you're not going to get bored.